Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personal Podcast. This is your summer shorts episode four. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Hello, everybody. I am ready to talk about some fried foods. I'm going to talk about some tech comebacks. Oh, okay. All right. I guess we can do that first. All right. So this week we're talking about the top three greatest tech comebacks. Michael and I combined on this one to just talk about three games instead of six games. Um, also because there weren't a whole bunch of tech comebacks. Eesh. Eesh. <laughs> so who thought of this one? Read, thought, it wasn't me. Was it? Yeah, it was. Maybe. I think it was me. It was me. Read into that what you want, whether like if you're, if you're, if you're going to lose, you know that pretty early. If you're going to win, it's there for you. But uh, we're talking about three tech comebacks and then fried foods, fried chicken, French fries, and onion rings, and our start one, bench one, cut one. So with that, though, I need to let you guys know, obviously, you can find us on Twitter at 23Personnel and me, Spencer, at PuntSuck, Michael, at Michael underscore LBK, which you can also follow us and find us on Spotify Green Room. It is the live audio only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. Talk to us, fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Start or join ongoing conversations. Watch games together. React to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Join in on the conversations with us. Have a chance to be featured on our podcast. If you guys not only listening, but you can join the show when we do our instant reactions in the fall. I say in the fall, that's like two months. We'll get that going. Um, all you need to do is download the Spotify green room app in the iOS or Android app store, create a profile, link your Twitter and join the group. Follow us to be notified when our room goes live. 23 personnel or Spencer. I don't know how it's going to show up in the search and we'll be going live on Spotify green room Saturday evenings this fall. So they'll be shortly after the games. We will have a set time because, well, I don't know. depends on how the schedule breaks out. If we have a lot of 11 a.m. games, maybe we may just be like, Hey, every Saturday at four, here we go. <laughs> just a set time to, you can just come hang out with us and cuss and discuss the game. Speaking of set time, there are discussions, conversations happening to have us on air again in a pregame setting. On real radio. On real radio. Terrestrial radio, as the professionals call it. That's true. 
Anyways, stay tuned for that. But in a podcast instant reaction platform, catch us on Spotify Green Room. All right, so we're talking top three greatest tech comebacks. I think if you were to type this into a Google search, <laughs> which we did for additional research, um, and 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 I guess to, to make this point, you'll find at least if you do this currently, you'll get one of three results. One is a game we're going to talk about. Actually, two two of the results is a game we're talking about. And then a whole bunch, probably because the recency bias were of the Longhorns making a comeback in Lubbock in 2020. Yeah, that hurt. That yeah. hurt to see that pop up a lot. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't need to see that. I'm one not again. ready for that. I'm not ready for that. I think Kansas came up at some point. Um, someone else did too. And I thought, no, I'm not ready for these reverse comebacks, these meltdowns. Whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about meltdowns, one, one I can think of was when uh, I don't have a year in mind. Uh, but it was a home game versus Oklahoma State where you had a 17-point lead and then ended up oh. losing the game by 17. Yeah, that was a Mahomes game. Yes. Yeah, Jakeem Grant had like that that one play where he ran probably 250 yards. Um, <laughs> sideline to sideline a couple times and went like 90 yards downfield. Man, that should have been one of our... One of our top three plays. <laughs> I mean, it may have been had we won the game or had he scored. I tried to find a Jakeem Grant that could have been a top three play last year, but I, I settled on the Welker return because, I mean, Grant had some good ones, but I, I mean, don't know. It just seems like the Welker one's iconic. Maybe the one where he took the the fumble Ruski handoff against Texas. <laughs> yeah, the little people, big, no. Whatever yeah. it is. Little people, big world. Yes. That, right. that could have been on there. Yeah. So let, let's go with um, a recent game. And, and I want to start baseball uh, and kind of work our way up in terms of significance with the comeback. Um, I'm going to look in 2019 in Omaha. You had a college world series game where you had a pretty, I, I'm going to say significant, like you weren't down a whole bunch of runs, but anybody that was watching the college world, world series this year, found out that like no team has come back from more than a four run deficit and won a game. So when I talk about being down three runs to Arkansas in 2019, that was about as big of a, a lead as any team has ever given up. Um, this was your game. And this is your second game of the college world series up in Omaha. You lost your opening game versus Michigan. Um, you played Arkansas in, in an elimination game. You beat them, sent them home. Then you faced Florida State, beat them, sent them home, and their coach ended up retiring that year. Like he already announced that he's going to retire. And then in the uh, your little your bracket finals, you got rematched with uh, Michigan, and they took it to you. But game two <laughs> up in Omaha this year, uh, you were playing the Razorbacks, um, and man, they uh, didn't make it easy on you. They Got out to a three nothing lead. Uh, they scored one run in the second, two in the third. To get up three, uh, three zero, three zero. Before you started making any kind of comeback, and when I say comeback here, you did it with power bats. You did it with home runs in back 
back-to-back-to-back innings. Fourth, fifth, and sixth innings, your runs were scored on home runs. In the fourth inning, Cam Warren launched that home run into the left field bleachers that ended up being caught by the fan in his beer cup, which he then (laughs) chugged that beer. That started your scoring. Josh Young ends up scoring on that on that play to cut the deficit to three to two in the fifth inning, former Arkansas Razorback Easton Morrell hits his first home run for his new team, Texas Tech Red Raiders into the right field bullpen into his. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Former teammates in the, the Arkansas bullpen there to tie the game. And then in the sixth, Josh Young hits a solo home run into right field to take the lead and take the lead for good. Um, Well, no, to take the lead. Arkansas would come back in the eighth to tie it at four. But in the eighth, this is when you get get Cam Warren on first. Cody Masters triples out to right center. This is the one that missed being a two-run home run by like a few inches. Um, But because... Well, one, because of where the ball was hit and how it, it came off the wall. Um, Cody Match was able to, to to run out a triple. But also on this play, Cam Warren got a head start on a hit and run, <laughs> which was one of the things that the broadcaster was talking about how, how much of a smart play that was on Tadlock's part to put him in motion because um, maybe like if he's kind of taking an eye on that ball to see what's going to happen, uh, maybe he doesn't end up scoring on that play and Masters only gets a double. But you get Cam Warren come on all the way around from first. Masters ends up on third. And that is the final run score to the game as Texas Tech wins this game 5-4, to four, June 17th, 2019. Dang, just a couple of years ago. Does it seem like it was that long ago? It feels longer for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could agree with that because you didn't you didn't get up to Omaha this year and there wasn't any last year. But man, I just still remember the the big man motoring home. <laughs> yeah, that was that that was a lot of fun to see. That was a lot of fun to see. I, okay, the one I threw here, and you know, as we were talking last week about Welker having that. Punt return. Tech was down 17 in the fourth quarter in College Station in 02. I'm kind of thinking maybe that should have gotten on here instead, but oh well. I'm going with a recent one because this one stuck in my head. Texas Tech basketball versus LSU 
this year, which, okay, LSU's not a big rival. You know, it doesn't really matter that much. One of the main reasons it's stuck into my head is because we were in the emergency room and my wife was getting scheduled for an emergency appendectomy that day. And so I distinctly remember following this game on my phone a little bit, you know, obviously not too much and seeing, ah, oh, dang, well, tech's kind of going down here at the end of the, the quarter, I guess, I guess it's not going to work out. But then one of the nurses came in and immediately said, oh my gosh, McClung hit a three, McClung hit another three or something. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? So anyway, Texas Tech defeated LSU this year. And sure, everyone's going, who cares? It's just the Big 12 SEC challenge. But the way they did it was mm, yeah. pretty impressive. Um, Tech trailed by seven points with a minute remaining. Uh, they were down 64 to 71. Then McClung hits, hits a three. And I think it was his first made shot in the second half. He had just been ice cold the entire second half which we saw quite a bit off and on this year. So the fact that he, it was him who I think scored six or seven of these points. So anyway, text down by seven with a minute remaining. LSU does not score again. So tech goes from being down 64 to 71. They go on a 12 Oh run, come away with a 76 to 71 victory, which I believe was on the road. Yeah, it was. It was in Baton Rouge. So it was in Baton Rouge. Uh, Baton Rouge was a pretty solid team this year. Baton Rouge. <laughs> LSU, pretty solid team this year. But I, th- I'm sure this is recency, but you just don't see that very often in any sport to be down. You know, in basketball, they were down at least three scores, four, if they're just doing two baskets or, you know, two pointers. So it to, to come around and have that kind of uh, turnaround, especially with one of your players going from ice cold to red hot, you know, 19 minutes of just bricks. And then all of a sudden just starts hitting them. I thought that was a really, um, a really good come, come back and just something that I was not expecting to see. And I wish I would have gotten to really watch live because obviously there were a lot of things going on that day. And so I missed, yeah. I missed a little bit of it. Yeah, that was, um, you mentioned a five or six possession turn there in the last minute of game time. Yeah. Um, I mean, to score 12 points, like if you're ahead and the other team's kind of pushing with all that kind of stuff, like, yeah, that may happen. But you went from being down three or four possessions to winning this game by two or three possessions in just a minute. Yes. And, and they, you know, and it's not like LSU didn't have equal opportunities. They played tech played great defense too. They just were not able to to put up any more points after that. And that was because of good defense. They had several, you know, um they also forced a turnover. You know, Shannon had a steal and made a layup on a turnover. Uh they were fouling tech and but tech was making their free throws. You know, I think Shannon made seven points. He made the last seven points himself. He made that layup, and then he made um, four free throws. That's not seven. That's six. Good job, everybody. So anyway, that was just, a, I thought that was a pretty impressive feat for 
a game that seemed kind of just lackluster the whole time, but then that last minute, it was just absolute fire. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's not a great one. And those of you keeping score at home, you probably know what the third one's going to be, what the big one's going to be. Well, it has be. to be. It, it, was, it was the record uh, for the biggest comeback in this game for, for quite some time. Um, yeah, I it held just, it solely for 10 years, I think. It was just recently tied a couple of years ago uh, when TCU did it against Oregon. Yeah, that was 2016 Alamo Bowl. So, yes, of course, we're talking about the 2006 Insight Bowl, which at the time was the biggest comeback in NCAA Division I FBS Bowl history. Tech down 38-7 to seven with 7.47 remaining in the third. Went on to win the damn thing in overtime. Unreal. Yeah, sorry, I, I, I was also, I was looking up the 2016 Alamo Bowl to, to do some comparisons. If you're doing the same thing, you need to be careful. There were actually two Alamo Bowls played in the calendar year 2016. The one <laughs> following the 2016 season um, was played December 29th. The other one was played on January 2nd, following the 2015 season. So the first game, January 2nd, 2016 is Oregon TCU. Second one was Oklahoma State, Colorado. So weird little turn there. You had two Alamo Bowls in one calendar year. But the one that tied the record was obviously Oregon TCU. Now I'm I'm trying to look at their score, their box score to see when uh their comeback started. Oh, Oregon versus TCU? Yeah, it may have been later. Yeah, they went to three overtimes. How do I not remember this game? Oregon got out. Yeah, it was 31-0 at half. And then Oregon scored 31 in the second half. No, TCU scored. That's what I meant. Oregon scored 31 points in the first half. TCU scored 31 in the second half. Um, Where, you know, it's 21-10 for Oregon, then 17-14 for TCU. And then overtimes and TCU ends up pulling it out in the third overtime. That seems that sounds even more insurmountable than thirty-eight to seven, thirty-one to nothing. Seems worse. Yeah, kind of. The, hey, you um, know who's uh, you know who's a uh, part of the coaching staff now from that TCU team? Sonny Gumby. Did you know that? I think did I you did. know? I think I did. Did you know about that? <laughs> I think I did. All right. So r- r- really quickly, going back to that the Oregon game, o- TCU scored their first points with ten fifty-two left in the second quarter. So they put up 20, 31 points in 26 minutes. Texas so Tech did it much faster. We Screw you. Pro Sonny Cumbie, we ignore the first half and only look at the second half from 11 minutes on. Yeah. Okay, fair. Now, Good enough. both teams did, I mean, obviously the 31 unanswered applies to both Tech, TCU, and Oregon, really, but... Yeah, the Insight Bowl, you know, I'm sure a lot of you are going to be really surprised, but um, Glenn Mason, head coach of Minnesota, was fired after that. Couldn't imagine now, why. <laughs> now, the AD didn't publicly detail the reason for the firing, 
uh, he he did hint strongly that the collapse was the last straw and even said, quote, if we had not lost the way we lost, we probably we probably wouldn't be here today. Probably. Elma Fudd. But yes, cost a guy's job. That's a shame. Hate, hate to hear that. Hate to see that. Uh, there was also a little bit of Mike Leach fun at the beginning because on their opening possession, and this is what's funny. This is what's fun about the Wikipedia quote. They say um, the opening possession set the initial tone for the game. Tech faced a fourth and one on their own 45 yard line and Leach went for it. And you'll never guess what play you ran, Spencer. Uh, knowing Leach, quarterback sneak. Oh, it was a sneak and it didn't work. Oh, also not surprised. <laughs> so Harold was stopped on a sneak. The Golden Gophers got the ball six plays later. They scored. And then the next possession, Harold was intercepted. Mm. Um, so yeah, it just went really bad. But the the sneak, I thought you'd get a kick out of that because I kind of forgot about that. This was a game that was on NFL Network. And since I was still in school and in Lubbock at the time, I think... You didn't get to see it? <laughs> no, I did. I did because as much crap as I like to give Suddenlink, uh, they came through and I think everyone in Lubbock got NFL network that weekend or that week, or, you know, they did some, some deal because I was in an apartment with my roommate, you know, we weren't going to pay extra for it or anything. And I was at home by myself and it came on really late. And I think I actually fell asleep at one point because, you know, they were down by 30, <laughs> down by 31, but I kept watching it. I kept it on the channel. And, um, I think it was the same night that was the Statue of Liberty, Boise State, OU game. So I, I definitely watched that game. And talking about that too. And I didn't, I, I think I saw pieces of the tech game, but I was watching the Boise State, Oklahoma game for sure. Yeah. You were probably making the right call. I think I was just too lazy to get the remote and apparently in and out of sleep because sleeping habits and patterns of college students is crazy. Y'all. Do y'all remember that? Do you, did you have that Spencer when you went to college where you just, was it a lot of like, Oh, I'm going to stay up till four and then I'm going to go to class get home at 11. I'm going to crash for a couple hours. <laughs> and then I'm going to, I don't know, eat at a weird time. And then I might crash again at like nine. <laughs> then stay up till four. I, I don't know. Did anyone else have weird hours? Was that just me? No, I, I, I stayed up a long time too. Uh, and just did weird hours. Um, that for some reason, like, well, like, I'm thinking specifically back, back to my freshman year. Um, the second semester, for some reason, like my roommate and I, like we got along just fine. But like, I don't know. It was just strange. He wasn't there a whole lot. Um, and by myself, I just, I didn't adhere to a very good schedule. So, mm. yes. Yeah, so it's not just me. Um, sorry. So I, I was going back through the game and you were talking about the, the, how the game started and how just like it kind of set the tone. 
Um, so they had a fourth and one where they were stopped. The next possession, Texas Tech was intercepted. Um, and the, the, the drive after that, Tech drove all the way down inside the Gophers 10, but Harrell fumbled on the sack and Minnesota recovered. Um, no wonder I fell asleep. <laughs> second quarter started off where they intercepted a ball with, by Antonio Huffman, who intercepted the pass. Uh, fumbled it into the end zone on the return where the Gophers recovered it for a touchback. So like, it wasn't just like, like they're, they're, they're just, the offense wasn't there. It was disastrous error and calamities, which is a stupid word, but I like to use it every now and then. Um, all these big, bad things happening against so like, yeah, this is just not your night. But. No, it's, it certainly felt that way. It, it just felt like there was no chance But you go on to win that game and tied for the largest comeback in NCAA FBS bowl history. Correct. So that's gotta be, that's gotta be the number one on the list. Has to be. I meant to, to bring it up last week with the top plays, but certainly for these, these comebacks, let us know what you guys think on Twitter. Uh, the games that, that you were there, uh, if there was a big comeback, baseball, football, whatever, uh, that we're just we're neglecting, or we should also be considering, because obviously this list isn't exhaustive. We said that there weren't a whole bunch, but there's there's more than three comeback victories out there. Yeah, and I'm sure there's something more electrifying than a random LSU game in the winter of 2021. But that's all I could think of. That was I don't know. Or, That's all I got. Or even, you know, a three-run deficit in an elimination game in Omaha where you didn't end up winning anything that year. I know, but that's pretty high stakes. So a little bit. You, you can reach us at the Twitter or we are going to be on Spotify Green Room soon. Do you know what that is? If you don't, let me tell you. It's a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app as well. And if you're into debates, that's all Spencer and I do. Man, we just yell at each other and froth, froth at the mouth. Just debate nonstop. So you can go to Spotify Green Room. It's free. It's audio only. And it's just for you, the sport fan. You can talk with other sports fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. And you can join in on conversations with me and Spencer and have a chance to be featured on our podcast. All you need to do is follow the Spotify Green Room. Oh, download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS or Android app store. You can create a profile, link your Twitter and join our group. Follow me at 23 Personnel and be notified when we go live, which will probably be following football games in the fall. So we'll keep you updated on that. All right. I'm actually looking forward to, to trying out a uh, live feature to this podcast thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Before we get there, before we get into the fall football season, I mean, or maybe this is still included, you stock up and get prepared for tailgating as well. But this year, Kansas City State Company wants to make sure this is your best grilling season ever. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com, get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. Enjoy their butter, tender filet mignon, hearty Kansas City strip steaks, 
and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house. Order your tailgate with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com, get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, promo code SD. All right, to wrap up this week, start one, bench one, cut one. We're looking at fried foods, Michael. Fried chicken, french fries, onion rings. Which one are you going to start? You got to go. You got to go first this time. All right. I'm going to start fried chicken. Um, It's one of those that if it's done well, like it's, it's unbeatable, man. Um, Like, like it doesn't even have to be like a home recipe to be really good. Like even some of the fast food places do a really good fried chicken. Yes. 100% (laughs) true. Um, And are you thinking, okay, we didn't, we didn't specify this before, but when I say fried chicken, I'm thinking, well, you picked it first, so you're good either way. I'm thinking everything like that includes bone-in fried chicken, that includes nuggets, that includes tenders, that includes chicken sandies, all of it. Yep. That's, yeah. that's fried chicken. Okay. It's just, it, it's so universal. Like wings are up there, <sighs> yep. um, bone-in oh, thighs man. and legs. Um, I mean, it's just, it's hard to beat. Like so many of these fast food places now have a fried chicken sandwich and like, it's hard to find one that misses. Um, yes. Popeye's has a really good one, especially like if you go their spicy one, it's really good. Who does Popeye's? Oh yes. Yeah, they do. Uh, I mean, everybody loves Chick-fil-A, their sandwiches and their nuggies. Um, Anyways, so I'm going to start fried chicken. Um, I had a hard time with this second one as well. Like I, I did last week, mm. but even though I like the change up in onion rings, I'm going to bench French fries and cut onion rings. I think um, like there are good ways to make fries. Um, I do have a, a specific texture and consistency I'm looking for. I don't really care for steak fries and I don't really like the shoestring, like real thin, crispy stuff. Uh, but beyond that, like you can do so much with it. Onion rings, like they're good and they're, they're a good alternative for me. I like to mix it up every now and then get onion rings instead of fries. If I'm ordering, you know, fast food or something like that. But you don't go somewhere for their onion rings. Like well, you, you go there for their fries. Well, okay. Okay. I, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that, but I'm not really disagreeing unless, with you here. Unless that place is legitimately known for their onion rings. But like when you go and you're like, man, I'm craving fries. I want to go to McDonald's or whatever. Where like, I'm willing to bet everybody has a place where like, if they want fries, they know where they want to go. Well, I definitely don't want to go to Brahms. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you last time I, I've been to Brahms and eating their trash. I'm totally kidding. I have no. I idea love actually. Brahms fries. <laughs> Brahms fries are so good. <laughs> I'm sure they're great. I, I have not been to Brahms in a long time. But we just went this Saturday. You know what? It was really sad. We had like four Brahms transactions in 12 hours. What was wrong with that? Besides, it wasn't you know 
Whataburger? Well, because Whataburger doesn't have all these things. So we, my, my four-year-old loves it there. And every time I go, she says stuff like, this is the best place to ever. And I love you so much, daddy. <laughs> Unprompted. Oh. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's, that's just not right. So, so we went uh, Friday night, the three of us, we had a little date night, um, my wife and my daughter and I. And we ate at Brahms. And so we swiped the card then. And then we went back through the line and got ice cream. Swiped the card then. Went back through the line, got ice cream for Allison's folks who were staying with us. They were at the house so that we could bring them ice cream, swipe the card a third time. And then I got some tortillas because we were about to grill some sausages. We needed tortillas. So fourth time. And then on the way to the parade the next morning, we picked up Brahms for breakfast. I'm surprised I didn't get a call. From from Mister Visa, has has somebody uh, have you misplaced your your credit card, sir? For for somebody with so many Waterburger transactions, are you sure this is you? So anyway, okay, I'm going to our, ours is slightly different. I'm going to kind Good. of work backwards. So I, I agree. I'm going to cut onion rings. I I love onion rings, but onion rings are so hit or miss. It seems like there's yeah. some places that they f- either forget to take the little skin off you know, of the onion and you're like eating and you can't chew it and you realize it's because that little outer skin's still on it or, um, you know, the, the batter's just completely falling off or it's the onion strings, which I don't really care for. So there's kind of some hit or miss there. Now there's there um, just too many variables there. Yes, you're absolutely right. I, you've got to get them I, all right to have a good onion ring or a good fried onion thing or whatever it is. I kind of think beer batter is the way to go. Mm, yep. I, I think that's you, the most consistent way to get a, a, a ring of a tuber or whatever it is <laughs> properly fried. I've had some good like chicken fried ones, you know, where it's, it's like chicken fried steak batter, but those just seem harder to do and they just kind of fall apart. So anyway, I'm with you on that. But we're going to switch things up a little bit. I am starting fries and I'm benching fried chicken. Defend. Okay. I absolutely love fries, Spencer. I love them so much. And I, I just feel like in this exercise, as much as I love fried chicken, and I would miss, I would miss getting to get those chicken sandies as much as I want at Chick-fil-A. I do think I would miss waffle fries more. I would miss Arby's curly fries more. I would miss five guys fries more. Um, the, the sauces. Now, yes, you get to dip sauces with chicken. I'll, 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 I'll concede to that. And yes, there are wings, which I hadn't really thought through until you mentioned it, <laughs> but I still stuck with mine and, and we needed to be different anyway, but I'm going with fries. I just really love them. I love potatoes. Um, I like the ones that, I mean, my wife buys frozen fries and we throw those, we, she throws those in the toaster oven. They're fantastic. Get you some spicy ketchup, Mm. save you a few packets. Just, it's just like eating fries anywhere else. I mean, like you said, McDonald's, all timer, delicious fries. Uh, Wingstop. I love Wingstop's fries. Yeah. They're good for like a, just a a different take on, like, they're not different fries. They're just. 
they're not like someone took a whole potato chop, you know, ran it through a Julianne deal and threw it in the fryer. And I'm, I'm all good with that. And the people I, that do the twice fried stuff, mm-hmm. where they like fry them and then kind of batter them and fry them again or whatever it is they do. They, they have my heart. So I, I think as much as I do like fried chicken and in all of its forms, because you watched me eat half an entire fried chicken. I did. <laughs> but let me say like, I, I would have eaten like that whole half chicken as well. Cause we, we went to a restaurant here in town. The, the guys that ride for taking the planes that live here in Lubbock, we, we went to lunch together. Um, and we went to Dirk's just like whatever. Uh, throw it out there in case anyone's listening. If, if the, uh, if the West family's listening, let us know. Yeah. Um, Michael got the Nashville hot chicken and legit got a half chicken and it was, it looked fantastic. Uh, Keith and Michael Labar both got the rotisserie chicken. Kyle got the chicken strips and I got the chicken fried steak. So I'm the only, only one that didn't get chicken, but the steak fingers, there are so good. Oh, I know. And, and, but yeah, I, I ate an entire half of a chicken. I wasn't planning on that. Oh, it was just have. fried perfectly. And the Nashville's hot sauce was not, you know, I mean, didn't have, I probably could have used some more spice, but I'm kind of glad it didn't because then I was able to devour an entire half chicken and, you know, not have to leave from just profusely sweating everywhere. Anyway, so I, I would have to, I'd have to bench fried chicken as much as I love it. Going back to our, our lunch at Dirk's really quickly. Um, at the end of the meal, Keith kind of looked over and was like, he wanted to try the, 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 the sauce, the flavoring of the Nashville hot chicken. And he's like, Hey, do, do, do you mind if I try it? And, and Michael's like, well, you can try to find something, but there's no chicken left. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I felt really awkward, Keith. I was, I was like, I, I felt shameful. It's like, Oh, I didn't know anybody wanted to. Try. <laughs> Cause I just like, it's just, it's just bones. It was just, just bones, bones all just, over my plate. <laughs> and he was like, Hey, can I try something with some sauce on it? I'm like, um, well, there's a piece of white bread with some sauce on it. <laughs> that was, that was a good part too. So his dish came with two pieces of white bread. It's like, well, there's some sauce on the, on that piece of bread there. <laughs> and Keith's like, no. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> Pass. I, I uh, guess, I guess he didn't realize how thorough I was until he was in in the middle of that question to, and thought, ah, you know, maybe not. Maybe to not. be looks fair. Like, <laughs> looks like he chewed every single thing that's on this plate in some form or fashion. And he's, he's probably right. I think I did. But to be fair to Michael though, like I don't think Keith left any chicken either. Well, I mean, and he that's got what it's there for. It's for eating. No, for sure. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd go fried chicken, fries, onion rings. I think. So, okay. Just, Really briefly, we, we, we kind of touch on it. If you were only looking for good fries tonight or for whatever, where are you going to go? Like, and that's, that's all you're getting. So like everything else in that restaurant, good or bad, you're throwing it out. You're just looking at the fries. And that's the only you're getting. Where are you going? I mean, either, uh, can I do two? Sure. No, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do one. I would go to five guys. Okay. I I think I would go to five guys. I wouldn't get the season though. I'd get the regular fries and just go to town on that and some spicy ketchup that I've bootlegged from 
trips to Whataburger and or just purchase at the supermarket like yeah, a normal you, human. You can buy the bottles from <laughs> Walmart or H-E-B or whatever. I know, but it's United. more fun to, to save them up. Like I'm like I'm getting something. Like tonight when, uh, you know, with the takeout we had, I saved up a bunch of sauce from that too. I was like, ah, yeah, I'm really, I'm, re- I'm building up a supply. So what would you do? Where would you go for fries tonight? Um, if it, so you mentioned Wingstop fries and they're, they're some of the best fries out there and they're, they're just, they're not the, the fast food type of crispy fries that some places do well. My problem with like fast food fries, like I, I like a very specific texture and like, like I like them to be a little soft. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a thing, but there's, there's a lot fewer variations to the Wingstop fries besides I don't, I don't typically get the fry seasoning on it. I I usually get the lemon pepper and I get extra lemon pepper seasoning on the fries. Uh, the last time I went I actually got the Cajun seasoning on the fries, which is sneaky spicy. Really Ooh, good. That would be good. Um, but if I'm just going for fries, I'm going to Wingstop. Well, see, I think Wingstop and Five Guys fries are similar. Yeah, because they're—I mean, they're—they're they're, they're fairly lightly processed from the potato to the the frying basket. Whereas I, I feel like a lot of other places is like it's very, um, oh, I don't. There's there's a lot of steps between when they get the potato and when it goes in the fryer and like what you get. Yes. Whereas these yes. are more. They cut it into pieces. They're not even the same size or shape, or whatever. Mm-mm. But here you go. Whereas it feels like the only variation you get from like McDonald's or Whataburger or whatever is just how long some of the fries are. <laughs> They're just a little bit shorter or some are longer. Well, there's, well, there's, there's other things. How long they were in the fryer, how long they were in on the warmer. Those are like the only variations really. And, and how, whoever was running the salt that day. But how heavy, the, how heavy handed the person was that was applying the salt. Cause with five guys, you walk in and you just see bags of potatoes. So they're just straight up doing like wing stop basically and just carving those potatoes up and throwing them in the fryer, which I fully endorse it. But I am going to say this much to your chagrin. I'm sure do not sleep on Brahms fries. I mentioned them already, but they also have Brahms has their own sauce Spencer and it's really good. I can't even describe what it is. It's like black pepper ketchup mayo, but it's better than I made it sound. It's, they have their own sauce. So if you, when you go to Brahms next, cause I know you secretly love it. You just won't admit it. You need to get, ask for some Brahms sauce with those perfectly golden brown crinkle cut fries. Cause there's so much surface area on a crinkle cut and it just picks up so much sauce. There's a lot going for it, man. So up there. that, that also reminded me of the fries and sauce at Cane's cause they're also crinkle oh. cut and they also have a good sauce. You know what? That sauce is pretty similar at Brahms. I think that's that's a very yeah. That's just about it. That's okay. pretty close. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to Brahms. You know, I like to jokingly give people a hard time that eat there or that talk about enjoying the food there, or whatever. I just haven't been. It's, it's hard um, when we're talking about or wanting to, to go out and grab dinner real quick to then be like, well, where else? Where 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 do I want to try? Mm-hmm. What do I want mm-hmm. to do? Um, okay. Anyways, 
uh, for, for this week, Michael, that'll do it. We are, we're looking at, um, talking about real life tech sports related event game athlete that needs to be made into a movie and who would play that part. Oh, and then we'll talk about start one bench, one cut one salsa, queso or guac. So stay tuned for that. For Michael, I'm Spencer. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.